Still. Hi everyone and welcome to Silty Yellow, the quarantine edition. Our hair, humour and human experience podcast. And today's topics are... Buck-ups. We, we're not great at saying things at the same time, but that's absolutely fine. I he mean, is it like, is, is it like Siamese penises, like, are they stuck together? Yeah, yeah, they're stuck together. And looked up and it wasn't that kind. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> well, yeah, I cut my oh. hair while I was in labour. So on today's episode, we have some user-submitted fuck-up stories. We have our usual happy news segment, the return of Aggie's Corner at Awkward Moments. And we have a new segment, which is our What the Fuck Facts of the Week. But firstly, Katrina, how have you been? Well, Connor, um, I have been really good, really busy um, at the moment. I am labelling everything in my house. I'm painting everything in my house I'm I actually ordered a skip this week as well so <laughs> I feel like I'm just decluttering everything um this week has been so a isolation week. hasn't gotten to you so well do you know what this week has been a really good one but last week I was up and down like I had three days that I kind of didn't really do much at all and um, so it was like an emotional roller coaster but this week is a really good week and I'm just trying to do all the things that I can do as in like that you know things that are are that that are out of my control I'm not going to worry as much about because I was finding myself kind of getting so into everything that was happening and um just getting really down as well and there's lots of stuff that's out of my control that I can't do anything about so I've decided to just concentrate on the things that are in my control which is labeling my kitchen and, and feeding my kids yeah um, how's your week been how have you been i go through between phases i miss you too this is also um we are doing a virtual just so nobody drags us we are recording <laughs> a virtual podcast through zoom um, which is actually a lot harder than we thought it would be um <laughs> my i'm good yeah no again i went through kind of phases between where i was like oh i love this like used to this lovely simple life and then wanting to just drive into the ocean with my car locked but now I'm kind of like adjusting I am settling but like do you know what I'm starting to worry like I'm starting to worry that it's going to be hard to go back to normal yeah I I I would agree with you there like I think that it's going to be for everybody like even how I'm thinking of, of the salon I'm looking to think you know there is a possibility that some of my team might say boss I don't want to do that many hours or I, you know, I even for. Oh, I actually hate you. <laughs> yeah, like I don't like the salon. <laughs> um, but I think the world is going to change after this, um, and I do think we will be doing things a lot different, um, like what we're doing here now for our podcast. We're recording virtual. Do you know what I find mad? Isn't it weird that like already, um, you so like obviously social distancing is the thing and like we're not supposed to be touching each other at all and everybody has to be so far away from each other like can I just say I've been practicing social distancing my whole life I fucking hate when people touch me but I love isn't it now <laughs> I know Katrina's such a touchy feely but <laughs> isn't it now it's now weird like we're, we're already so used to that that I was like watching a movie the other day and in the movie they shook someone's hand she was like oh how are you and shook someone's hand and I actually was like oh I I was like you pervert like it's so like it's become so ingrained in us already that don't let anyone near you everybody is a potential petri dish or bacteria that it's actually now weird seeing in even in movies and people like hug and stuff I'm like (laughs) (laughs) but I actually think as well like you know we are we love like we're human beings so we love touch like so I think there's going to be after this when we can you know there's going to be a lot of big hugs and a big you know all of those with our with our nearest and dearest but I do think with other people like we won't be as like you know me like if, if a client is leaving the salon I will give them a hug but now I'll have to think twice about doing that do you know what I mean because <laughs> I never think twice about anything I'm just like yeah let's do it so it's yeah, it's going to be the world is changing as we know it 
So we put out to you guys last week and last week's episode, we wanted to hear about your fuck-ups. We wanted to kind of change topics a little bit for every episode to keep it a little bit interesting. And this one we chose were some fuck-up stories. This is all anonymous, by the way. So whenever we put out stuff like this, um, you are in total confidence that we won't share your name. Absolutely. We'll just talk about it together, but we won't tell anybody else. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, we'll know. We'll know. <laughs> Tell me about um, one of your fuck-ups. Okay, so this one was submitted by someone I actually used to work for, and I remember seeing it happen in front of me. So a client came in, okay, and was like, la, 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 yeah, I have had long hair my whole life. I just want to cut it all off, right? I just want to get rid. So so I was like, you sure? Short, Bob, right? We're talking hair past, like, it's nearly down to the hip, right? Yeah. And she's like, no, get rid, new life, new means. You know, if there was like a breakup or something going on, but you know. So, anyway, that was fine. Silas talked, are you sure? Usual things, consultation. She was like, no, adamant wanted to get rid of it, right? And Silas was really, really, really busy. And she was like, I remember, because she was like, fuck, I've got this big whopper color change in the middle of this, like, and all this kind of stuff. And it was just not the ideal day for somebody having a nervous breakdown. But anyway, we were there. <laughs> and so she got her shampoo that was fine she went over to her other clients did her, her color came back over and took the towel off combed the hair out and was like blah blah was just chatting to her and she was like we've been talking about this for ages and all this kind of stuff starts cutting away and looked up and it wasn't that client <gasps> oh my god so she'd gone over to another stylist <gasps> client with oh. really long hair took the towel off and started cutting all of her hair off. Oh my God. So how much because she was so frazzled. Oh, like the same, it was just coincidentally or as, equally as long hair up to the neck. So she was at her first section? Yeah. But like, your one was, do, do you know, like, I often think, and people are like, why did she not say it? And people always say things like that in those kind of situations. Sometimes you genuinely would be like, what the fuck is going on? To the point yeah. that you actually like, wait, you're like, oh, like, have you ever been so awkward in a situation? You just let people do the maddest things. <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> Can you imagine the feeling of looking into the mirror and realizing you don't recognize the client staring and back at you? What happened with the client? I just want to know more about this. What happened with the client then? Like, what did it, what um, she actually was fine. She was like, oh no, it's okay. Like, and blah, blah. And you went, like, I'm pretty sure the side is like bursting into tears and stuff. Um, but she was actually fine. She, I think she was extremely lucky with the person that she yeah, got. Yeah. And they ended up just leaving the underneath section. And I think her hair was thick enough to kind of cover it. And she just had to wear a couple of clips every time she tried. She kind of got an accidental undercut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so God, it wasn't, it wasn't. Die, I'd be just like. Yeah. Uh, I just quietly put my scissors down and just take a run and jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> So this fuck up comes from, okay, I'm not going to say, um, the, <laughs> <laughs> I once, uh, I once, uh, I once did a toner for a stylist and it was a root shadow and um, so a darker tone on the roots and a lighter tone on the ends and I got them mixed up. So I did the darker tone on the end and the lighter tone on the root covering up two hours worth of baby lights what would you do as the stylist in that situation so i was a stylist in that situation that happened um before and it was it was a new client actually and i tried to be as calm as i could but i found it very hard (laughs) um (laughs) but i did try to keep like it as calm as possible that i could for the client um and I'd be very honest. So if something kind of goes wrong and it's and it's obvious wrong, I would rather say it to the client than whisper. Um, I would I like to let them know uh, what's happened just so to keep them in the loop of absolutely everything. Um, and I find that that's always really worked very very well for me. Um, but then there's obviously that certain client that you, you can't say certain things to. Do you know what I mean? So, um, but anyway, when it happened to me, I um had to bring the person to the side um, who did and kind of go through a couple of things with them because it's really important as well that you know that the communication is there and um, but as a stylist you know for me like I still should have checked to make sure so I mean the one thing that I learned from that was to mark the bowl 
So now like marking the ball with roots and ends um, was a great tip. <laughs> if I could like give that to anybody, I would. Oh, do you ever though like, <laughs> do you ever like mix up your two colours and turn around for two seconds and you look back and you're like, which one is which? And you are like nine times out of 10, a hundred percent certain, you know the right one, but you're yeah. like, you're like, there's that like that 1% chance, that 1% chance. And it's like, do I just throw out two full bowls of colour? No. Or do I go ahead and just trust me gut? Like, yeah, like I always say, your gut is 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 generally always right, but you still have those moments of like that could happen, and it has happened. Uh, have you ever done it when it's the last of a tube of color? <laughs> like, what do you mean? So let's say you've like only one tube, but let's say ten point one or something left, and you've like another tube for your like root color or something like that, and then you turn around, you can't remember which is which. Oh, and yeah. you have to throw them out. You have to throw them out. That's it. Game over. Yeah. So we're not going to town today. So have you got any any fuck ups? I cut a very small piece of a woman's ear off. Oh, I thought you what now? <laughs> a very small piece. Oh, it was Ow. one of the most traumatic days of my life. So basically, um, it was this client that came to me and she really, really, really short hair, like, yeah. but like wouldn't want a clippers. Do you know those kind of people that they're like, I want a short haircut, but don't put clippers near me, but they yeah. want it as short as a clippers, but it's because it gives a different shape and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So scissors over comb. she had like, yeah, yeah, scissors over comb basically. So for our non-hairdressers people, it's where you're basically opening and closing the scissors really quick in front of the comb, right beside the skin. It takes about an hour and to do and you could have done it with a razor like in five minutes. <laughs> yeah and you actually will potentially go cross-eyed and blind by the end of it it's so <laughs> i'm doing it down here because obviously we're in quarantine and they all keep asking me to cut their hair jack's family yeah. and i had to deal with skin fade with a beard trimmer and this is overcome and it took me two hours and i still made a fucking balls of it right? <laughs> and i was getting like flashbacks as well of this fateful day and it was over four years ago now so i can't get sued i've actually <laughs> seen legal advice in this no she was lovely she was the loveliest person ever she never would have sued me so but, what um, part of her ear was it so basically i was cutting the back of her neck so <laughs> do you know we, when people are listening to this they're gonna be like okay i'm canceling my appointment with these two <laughs> <laughs> so i yeah it must have been about four years ago you know it was about five years ago but um i was doing her neckline at the back and the whole haircut was done yeah and she was like oh i might go you know a little bit shorter at the back like she literally wanted it skin i was like that's absolutely no problem so for those of us listening to this that don't cut hair the sharpest part of the scissors is what's called the heel and it's kind of like so you imagine the point it's the top of the scissors i never knew that yeah there you go so it's the bit which is closest to the screw that's holding it together yeah me and katrina are kind of doing like we're doing like um two fingers kind of like a peace sign but it's to the imagine side. a peace sign oh yeah okay so imagine a peace sign put it to the side get another finger yeah slide it into the peace sign and where your finger stops i feel like this it will look like really kind of fucking suggestive yeah but suggestive. that's where that's where the heel is it's the sharpest part of the scissors right and i was cutting oh. um, her neckline okay is that the sharpest part because like you think i would know this but i don't is that the sharpest part because it's like the heaviest part that cut? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's the, the most cut. amount of force. Yeah. It's the most amount of force. Yeah. But it's also what gets worn down the least. Right. Nice. Nice. Very interesting. There you go. So it's also where you're more likely to cut off a big lump of your finger or potentially someone's ear. So Ooh. we always look at the top of the scissors and that's where we be careful. But whatever way I was cutting her neckline, I was focusing so much at the top of the scissors. I wasn't seeing where the heel was going. Yeah. Because I was looking at that little bit of detail and <gasps> I was going so close oh around the back of her neck. I didn't realize that the back of the scissors right beside her ear. And I shit you not, it made a noise. It went like a kind of soft, let me see if I can ASMR this. It went a little bit kind of, <laughs> right? <laughs> and she jumped about 17,000 feet in the air. She's still airborne, can't find her. No, no. So she jumped. <laughs> <laughs> she jumped right and then I jumped and then the bit of air jumped <laughs> that went oh my God. into the air and the two of us just watched it sail in slow motion through the air right oh my god and then like there was a moment where I looked at her and she looked at me and she was a lady with kind of a darker skin color yeah and the reason I point that out is because us pale white folk when we get like a nick or something like that the color underneath it is white when a darker skin person gets a cut the color underneath it is also white it's extremely yeah. obvious but also, anybody who has ever cut their ear, any part of their head knows, it bleeds 
ferociously. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so there was a couple of seconds where we both looked at each other. There was just this white patch on her dark ear of where there once was ear. And it then, it was like the longest couple of seconds. And then it just went, like, erupted blood all down her neck, all down her clothes, all over my hands. I literally thought the ground was going to open up and I was just going to slide into the depths of hell. And she was like, oh, and I wouldn't mind. She was like, oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. And I just went, ah! <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I was like, back in a second. I threw my stuff down, ran into the first aid room, right? Well, first aid room. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Ran into the color room where a first aid box was shoved in, hoping that nobody would ever have to use it. Ripped out some plasters. Like, you know, and you're shaking, you know, and you're yeah. actually like, my life is over. I was like, my car is outside. I can just run outside, get into my car, drive to the air, like nearest airport, go somewhere else, start a whole new life. Oh I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Then ran over to my manager and was like, um, I said surname that I can't. And I was like, hi, um, I've actually just removed a small part of that woman's head. So I'm going to go over <laughs> and now, start now. The way I'm describing this, to making it sound like I cut off her earlobe, I didn't. I basically cut off, like, you know, the back part of your earlobe where there's kind of a bit of like a lump nearly, like, kind yeah. of sticks out a little bit. I'd say, like, I'd say, like, half a tic tac size amount of ear was gone. Right? Oh my God. But, you know, it's quite it's still a substantial part of your body to be missing. Yeah. And then um, I ran over and she was like, honestly, that's fine. And I did what I always do when I can't deal with any situation ever is I started telling jokes. I started <laughs> joking. I was like, it wasn't ear joke, was it? Uh, I started putting plasters on it and they were yeah. just sliding off with the blood. Like, and I was Here's like, Jesus. The <laughs> Here you go now. <laughs> You're finished early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I started being like, oh, look at this. This is a lovely accessory now. All like mad things like this. And my friend was across, like looking at me and she's like, stop stop like and I was like oh this wouldn't normally be part of the service oh, oh right and she was like oh, no, honestly it's really it's honestly don't worry about it and I was like sorry go on I was just gonna say why do why does our podcast always revolve around ears <laughs> oh god listen back to our first few and ears just pop up time and time again um and then I so anyway basically after like she had to calm me down yeah and if you imagine, like, the, the only towels we had were white towels and they were crimson red by the end of it. How she didn't oh need a transfusion after this, I don't know. Eventually, we got the blood stopped, like, and she actually went up to try and pay. And I was obviously like, no, please don't pay. Just don't sue me. Just don't ever come back. But um, she actually came back to me a couple uh, of weeks later for a haircut. No way. And how was <laughs> came her back to me. Like, what did it look like? Uh, it was, there was part of it missing, yeah. It's definitely a very like a, small part. Like a little dint nearly. Just a dint, yeah, and it it scarred white, and she is a lady of darker complexion, yeah. so it was quite apparent. But she came to me for years, and then she moved away. <laughs> ah, well, that's lovely. But every time she came in, it was just looking at me. You <laughs> did this to me. I was like, <laughs> but yeah, that's my fuck up anyway. Mm. See, we all have them, don't we? And I definitely think we learn a lot from them as well. Um. Okay. So all the doom and gloom and everything that's on the minute, and the fact that our lives are now like something out of a dystopian Mad Max film. Why don't we jump into our happy news segments? Because every time I turn on the news, I want to scream. Yes. Katrina, do you want to go first with your first happy news segment? Absolutely. So family cheers up neighborhood by spending six hours coloring each brick of their house with rainbow chalk. So the Taylor family from Wellington, Somerset, used dozens of sticks of jumbo chalk in order to decorate the front wall of their red brick terraced house. And the house looks so cool. I'll pop this up on our um, story so you can all see it. Um, and 26-year-old mother, Fern Taylor, started the labour of love with her daughters, Arabella and Matilda. Her partner, Marco DeFazio, then used Ooh. the ladder. Oh, hang on. Where's the end of it? Um... We used jumbo chalks and it took us about six hours. We probably started with about 46, continued Fern. The girls really enjoyed it. Matilda is too and didn't quite understand. <laughs> she was like, what's going on, ma'am? Uh, but she did help a bit. But the house looks so cool. And it's really Dying lovely in. to look at. Did, did they ask, could they do this to these neighbours' houses? Oh, they didn't do it to the neighbours' house. Oh, I they thought they went around. 
<laughs> I thought they went around doing it to other people's house. I was like, so that's actually vandalism. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did it to their own just at a time where, you know, to bring a little bit of colour into people's lives. And But it looks so cool. And it's just done with chalk. So I will definitely pop that up on. But I just thought that was a really happy, happy story. And um, so Connor, happy. tell me about your happy news story. Okay, so this one I just think is kind of nice. Uh, unfortunately, it is a little bit COVID related, but in a good way. Okay. Okay, so the Himalayan mountaintops are visible for the first time in 30 years as air pollution continues to plummet in India. Mm, so that's good. So there is, do you know, that there's a huge thing of emissions and pollution and smog has completely lifted from like countries um, that it hasn't in bajillion years. Well, not quite a bajillion years, but a really long time because people can't <laughs> drive or be in planes or anything yeah. like that. As more and more global communities enforce stay-at-home orders and social restrictions, air pollution has dropped dramatically. <laughs> the most notable example of this phenomenon emerged in the horizon of Gelat. Oh, oh shit! Okay, Gelat. <laughs> Jalandhar. Okay, in Punjab, India, earlier this week. The last 30 years, tops of the Himalayan mountains have been obscured by air pollution and smog. And the pictures are actually stuhon. Are they? Thing. Uh, so we'll have to attach that as well. I kind of feel like everything that's going on, you know, as I'm pondering now and looking at my clear blue skies and the sun has been shining, let's be honest, we've never had better, you know, time as in weather-wise um, at this time of year and... You know, I can't help but think that Mother Nature needed to take a little break and, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Say, but do, you know, do you know what I mean? I feel like Mother Nature is just like, right, lads, give me a break here and you guys take the break and... Go to your fucking rooms. Yeah, and just stay in. <laughs> stay <laughs> yeah. healthy, stay, you know. I know. Stay away from sure. others. I, I was out... Um, I was helping on, the, I keep calling it the farm, but it's not really a farm. But anyway, and Jack's parents um, needed like bits and jobs done around. They're real like hardy carry family, so there's always jobs to be done, you know. And yeah. there's a fence that they've been putting off painting. And it was this big fence in a big field, and it's right beside the sea. And I was like, sure, I'll do that. I can paint, like, no problem. I guess it's sort of colouring something. I can put I this And it's so funny because I feel like I'm no use to them in any other <laughs> respect, like <laughs> manual labour, construction, not my gig. <laughs> but I can cook nice and I can paint things. But anyway, and I was painting the other day and I had a little gin and tonic and the sun was out and there was nobody around. And I actually was like, like, what more do you really want? Yeah. Like, <laughs> do, do you know what the funny thing is, right? I, like, I've had these moments of, I have everything that I need. Like, there's absolutely nothing right now that I could even think of what I need. I bet you anything that I have ever needed, I have in this house. And over, do you know what I mean? We're, we're, we, we sometimes stop, we forget to stop and actually be grateful for everything that we actually have, that we actually do have a lot. And a lot of times yeah. we're in that fr- frame of mind of buying more or I need to get this, I need to get that. And you probably already have it. It's like iPhone charges. That's it. It's a phenomenon called destination happiness where you basically, or is it destination happiness? No, I think it's destination addiction, where you're basically like always so goal-orientated that you forget about actually focusing on getting there or everything that you're accomplishing in the meantime. Then by the time you get there, you're always like, well, the next place is going to make me happier or the next goal is going to make yeah. me happier. Instead of just actually being happy with what you have, um, like, and which is, it's okay to, to be genuinely happy with what you have. Like sometimes we're constantly going on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing when sometimes you actually just have to stop and be grateful for everything that's in your life. And I do think right now, a lot more people are doing that, which I think is a really good thing, you know? Definitely. Right. So we jump over to our Aggie's Corner. For those who don't know, Aggie's Corner, we put it out on our social medias for you guys to submit some problems to us. We pick one, we read it out, and we give you our extremely unqualified advice. Yes. Yeah. So we, so, we as we, always. We'll only read one out and then we'll kind of we'll bash it out between us to see who gives the best advice. Okay, Aggie's Corner. You ready for this one? Okay. <clears throat> Dear guys at Still See Yellow. <clears throat> My <laughs> my boss smells. I genuinely think we're losing business because of it. They, they, this person, they might not even be hairdressers. I actually don't know. They didn't specify. But okay. I genuinely think we're losing business because of it. What should I do? 
So smell like well, it doesn't matter what it smell of, but like um, spices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna assume bo. Okay. Yes. Okay. So what do I? I think I think something needs to be said. I like if that was me, and I didn't know something, I would want one of my team, like someone that you're close to on your team, to like come at you and say mm. to, to you to let you know do you know what I mean I don't know I'd be like, how would you like somebody to say to you how would you like personally to be told that you smell a B.O. I would like somebody to just say to me can I talk to you um, I need to tell you something and that's when I'm around you <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need the deodorant. Um, like I, I, I would, I would want to know. I would want to know. Would you want to know? A hundred percent. Yeah. I think it would be like, but I, I'd be very quick to be like, do I smell? Do you know that kind of? I, I that's a, like I'd be the same. I'm like, oh god, I'm only out of the shower and I'm already sweating. That's why I always say I need some B, do for the bo. Um, and yeah, I'd be annoyed if I wasn't told. Yeah, yeah, I would want yeah. to be told because. Sometimes people's personal hygiene generally can be because there's something else kind of happening in their lives. And do you know what I mean? Mm. And, and, th- and their hygiene might not be as important to them at that stage. So, um, or they might just, they might not be as, they might not know, notice that you notice, if that makes sense. Sometimes it's washing. Is that, sometimes they're just not washing the clothes probably and you wouldn't notice That's it. it. Yeah. yeah Whereas exactly. my biggest paranoia is if my clothes aren't, I made, like when I was back living at home for a while, I made my parents buy a new washing machine because I was convinced I wasn't washing my clothes enough. But do you ever like, sometimes, like, sometimes it doesn't wash, or do you know what I get sometimes? This is probably sharing too much, but I don't really give a fuck. Do you ever get a smelly armpit? Right? Now bear with me. That you will shower, right? You will scrub yourself to the high heavens and then you get out and you'll throw on a top and as you're throwing on, you catch it with your armpit and it still smells. Yeah. But it's always just one. <laughs> so I think as well, like, I just think you didn't wash yourself properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have literally, I remember like I left shower gel on that yeah. one outfit for like yeah. two hours before I showered and then I went and washed it like three or four times. Well, do you know, I actually remember I went out with this guy and I was mad about him, right? And he, but he, I used to always feel really nervous around him. Really nervous around him. I, I, and I think it was just because I was so mad about him and he was just so full of himself. Um, but there was two occasions where um, I went out like on a night out with him and well one in particular and I remember like having my shower like you know but I had this kind of like this denim weird material suit like a little box jacket and skirt and it was gorgeous so we're talking about Britney Justin kind of suit (laughs) yeah um but no it wasn't like that kind of denim it was kind of but it was this weird material I don't know it's mixed with those I don't know but it was the type that uh, sweated, like make, would make it really sweaty. And I was after having a shower, I was looking gorgeous and spraying my deodorant on. And then by the time I met him, I could feel myself starting to get, I was getting nervous and I could feel myself starting to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to God, I remember being out with him that night and thinking, oh my God, you know, when you just think there's a smell off you. Yeah. I, I genuinely And then you sweat And more. Like I had a shower and I had, do you know what I mean? Um, oh yeah, I think to conclude, we're both in agreement. You need to talk to her, but yeah. kind of say it in a way, being like, "Oh look, come here." Um, look, I, this is a bit awkward, really, but I just wanted to let you know. Um, I think maybe no, I would. I blame it on something else. I'd be like, I think maybe the deodorant you've gotten either isn't working or like an you know, washing your clothes probably, but there's just a bit of a smell off yet. And I just want to let you know because I respect you and I I would want to be told. Okay, so uh, like if you said that to me, there's a bit of a smell off. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you're washing your clothes properly, right? That's a double whammy, right? Number one, I'm thinking, right, so she thinks I can't wash my clothes. Number two, like, there's a smell off me. I think just kind of saying that, you know, on a couple of occasions, I've just noticed that, um, and this is really awkward for me to say to you, but there was a, a smell of B.O. Or body odor, or I could get a smell of body odor. Like I, I think just more explaining it than saying smelly. I think smelly is really shit. <laughs> like, because like, people feel shit about themselves as it is. Like so, just even saying smelly is like shit. Because then you start thinking, oh my god, I'm smelly telly now. Like, why didn't you tell me before? 
Oh, smelly Kelly. Okay, so that's our advice. Talk to her <laughs> however gently you want to be. Depends on whose side you're on, but uh, we both say you should talk to her. Yeah, absolutely. So now we wanted to jump into, again, we're trying to get away from like doom and gloom and something that I, if you know me, I'm obsessed with is facts. I fucking love a fact. I'm great for trivia. I'm great at the table quiz. Do not ask me to do anything that is practical, but I love a good fact. So we've each researched some really weird facts that we're going to share with you that hopefully you didn't know before. Katrina, what is your, Katrina I think has like a plethora of facts. I love facts as well. I think that's probably one thing that like really, um, that's one of the reasons why we get on so well because we all have, we have these random facts and, um, right. uh, Anyway, so one of mine out of like the 20 that I have is showers really do spark creativity. Showers aren't just good for your hygiene. Oh my God. Well, that's it. Said (laughs) (laughs) Showers aren't just good for your hygiene. They're good for your creativity too. And for a 2012 study, published in the journal Psychological Science. Oh, science. Uh, Researchers gave volunteers creativity problems to solve, followed by a period of rest. During that period, some were assigned demanding tasks, while others did simpler tasks that allowed their minds to wander, just like a shower does. Those doing the simpler tasks during the resting time were more likely to solve the original creativity problems. That's really cool. Yeah. And what I a great I meditate in the shower. I've, I, I've only started to meditate in the shower recently. Um, and I've loads of new fresh plants in, in my shower room, <laughs> the west wing of the house. And oh, it's the so wet room. Good. My wet room. <laughs> so, Connor, tell us about your what's up, Bex. So, uh, mine is at a really deep level of understanding as well. Kangaroos have <laughs> three vaginas. What? Yeah. So, um, we interrupt your, re- this is how the article starts. So this is from discovermagazine.com and we interrupt your regular scheduled news programming to bring you this wonderful piece of trivia about kangaroos. So there's three vaginas, one side, so it's all, it's like a three-sided vagina. Oh my, did you ever see so like the guy with three two holes. penises? Yeah, three separate vaginas, I'll tell you what they're for now. But did you ever see the guy with two penises? No. Okay, so... Um, it's called. What's Are they it called? like si- Siamese penis or something? No. No, he's a he's a fu- he's a full one man. Yeah, but I mean, a- is it like is is it like Siamese penises? Like, are they stuck together? Yeah, yeah, they're stuck together. Oh my god! But and they're two different like heads. Yeah, and they <laughs> they're they're both huge. Are they? <gasps> yeah, like. Oh, what's his name? It's called... Um, Lance. Oh, I can't remember. But if you honestly Google it, guy with two penises, there's pictures very easy to find. They're both huge. And I was talking to Jack about this and I would. You'd have to. You would what? Connor. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you um, would have to spend some time with this gentleman. You would. If the opportunity to come up to sleep with someone with two penises. <laughs> no, one is enough. Jesus. You know, I would have imagined that two would be extra beneficial for a woman. Just saying. No, one is plenty. Like, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm I'm grateful for what I have in my life right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, just that, just to even be like lads. Like, imagine you know the way like people would always talk about mad things that happened on a night out. Like, guys, I went home with this guy. <laughs> I had two penises. Ew, yeah. Look it up. Honestly, it's a thing. He has. I actually think he did. He did. Um, you know, on Reddit, the way they do these, ask me anything things. Um, and he did one on his two penises and asked all. Of it, and he's bisexual as well. Just you know. So I wonder, is one gay and one straight? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly, but he said they both work perfectly fine. So look it up. But yes, kangaroos have three vaginas. One is for carrying sperm. One is for urine, and um, I think one is where the baby comes out of. It's, the article's a bit unclear, but they do. So if you are arsed, you can research that further. Go on, what's your other fact that you have for me? Okay, One more. so I have another fact, and it is children's medicine once contained morphine. If you are a baby in the middle of the 1800s and you cried while teething, your parents might have given you Mrs. Winslow's soothing syrup. This medicine claims that it soothes the child, it softens the gums, 
and arm pains. I bet it, may, it did. <laughs> I know, it may have done plenty of soothing, but it was also extremely dangerous. This concoction, like many patent medicines of the time, contained morphine. Imagine. Have you ever had been, have you ever, ever been on morphine? Um, I'm not, I remember when I had the problems with my heart, they put me on something, but I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was morphine, but I was like absolutely flying high. Oh, I was on morphine and I was like flying after I had my section. Oh, it's just mad. It's mad. Have a but, ball though. Oh, uh, like Matt said, I was inviting the, um, the nurses out for dinner and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you should come to Matt's restaurant. He'll look after you. He like, you know, but he was like, he said, I was just really kind of like slow and like boho. <laughs> no, no, they probably only gave you two paracetamol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I don't Jesus really take, yeah, I don't really take, like if I have a headache or anything, I'd, I generally will drink more water. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm, I know. I have a thing with um, codeine because years ago a dentist put me on Tylex because I had really bad like dental pain. I had to get something removed and all this kind of stuff. And dental pain so underrated. It's the worst pain you can ever be in. I, oh, it's, yeah. oh, and well, um, not the worst. But okay. I had a, so I got dry socket before, right? And a woman I was talking to about it who was a nurse who's had four kids also had dry socket, and she said she'd have another baby before getting dry socket again. She said it, there's, the pain is absolutely unbearable. But anyway, and they put me on Tylex a couple of years ago and I misunderstood. So I, he was like, you take one in the morning and take one in the afternoon. And I went back after like a couple of weeks and I was like, they're all gone because I was basically on this. It's going to be on it for ages. And um, I was taking two every time, every four hours. <laughs> and I started to actually develop these headaches then. So sometimes when I take, if I take Nerofen Plus, it will give me a headache. Oh, Really? Yeah. Because of the co- I don't understand. Drink more water. Yeah, I know. Um, I felt like I love taking um, what are the diorolites? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna hit you with another really weird one. So the longest distance between twins being born is 87 days. 87 days. Yeah. So like one was born, and then 87 mm-hmm. days later, another one was born. Yeah, so Maria. Yeah. eighty-seven days. That would be about three months, four months. Four months. That's mad, isn't it? And no, they Maria both they Jones, both survived. They both survived, and they're perfectly uh, fine. Just picture them here looking radiant. So I'm going to try to say her name for the third time now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maria Jones <laughs> Elliot hugs her two babies, and she has them as little miracles. Now I'm sorry. Now I'm sorry. But what woman doesn't refer to her child as little miracles? Just saying. Um. So babies are Amy and Katie. They weren't 87 days apart. Maria went into labor four months early, giving birth to Amy, but Katie did not arrive until three months. So three months later, they are, they are in the Gerber. They're in the Guinness World Records for the longest interval between birth of twins. So basically one was born premature and the other yeah. one was like, actually, I'm fine. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> I'm going to stay um, here nice and cozy. And yeah, I'm. thank you for all of this space. I will see you at the other side. And are they like? Do they look the same? Are they so basically? Um, one of them looks premature, and one of them doesn't. So one of them is a little bit smaller and a little bit more, um, kind of. You know, they premature babies. They they get a little bit longer to kind of develop. Yeah. Um and but seems perfectly healthy, and the other one is little pudding pop. Ah, little cutie pies. That's a great. I know. Imagine that. Imagine having to go. Fucking give birth twice though <laughs> in the space of three months. Yeah, that'd be tough. Nightmare. Will I tell you a fun fact? Are you trying to sneak in a third fun fact? <laughs> yeah. Right, go on quick. Will I allow it? Because I'm Well, this is like a, this is a, a fact about me. So oh, when okay, I cool. so when I was in labour with Lowen. Yeah. I gave Matt a haircut while I was in labour because I needed to keep myself busy. I did not know what you were going to say you gave Matt there for a second. <laughs> I needed to keep myself busy so in between my contractions I cut his hair and I was actually looking at his hair thinking oh there's no way you're coming into a hospital with me without having a haircut. You need to look good in those photographs. And um, and he said to me afterwards like you know, Katrina you make sure that you tell people that you told me to get my haircut 
said, don't tell people I asked for a haircut. But like I was, I was saying to everybody, oh, Matt, in the middle of labour, getting me contractions and Matt's asking for a haircut. <laughs> but yeah, I cut Matt's oh, hair while I was in labour. Best nice haircut one. of his life. Probably. Um, right, okay. That's it for our fun facts. Hope everyone liked them. We are going to go to our product of the week. Um, we're going to go do our awkward moments now. Our under, under 5K. Damn! Under 5K shout out. And then we're going to go back to doing nothing with our lives. So I'm just going to jump in with some awkward moments just to kind of keep the mood nice and light. Although I should warn you, this awkward <laughs> moment is heavy. Oh no. So this, was submitted, this, by, this was submitted by a former beautician. Um, who is no longer a beautician. She was a waxing expert. And... <laughs> Sorry. Are you all right over there? I was just trying to find my um, under 5K and, and someone's stories came up. So we're going to just trudge on. Um, anyway, <laughs> so this, uh, this particular former waxing expert said that it was a really, really busy day. She was based in Canada at the time and they're all running really, really far behind. So they got her next client kind of all ready to go, all prepped and in the treatment room. So ordinarily to go and have a little chat and be able to kind of suss them out. But she's running behind, so one of the other girls is like, let me take her in, I'll get her set up and everything. So our waxing expert in question walked into the room, noticed there was a bit of a smell and that the girl kind of seemed a bit disheveled. But, you know, like, as we kind of mentioned on our hygiene thing earlier, there could be lots of reasons for that. Although, to be honest, poor hygiene is not something I would look for in a waxing customer. Kind of gross. But do you get awkward being waxed? Uh, no, I'm kind of like, I've had two babies, Connor. I'm like, just, I'm here now, take the hair off me. And, <laughs> and I, do you know, I go to... We um, need three of you. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Waxperts over in Blackrock and yeah. uh, they're so good. They're really, really good. And I just, they're, they're, it's quite calming. The place is quite calming. They have TVs on, up on the wall and the whole lot. So, um, so you yeah. have a ball, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we'll continue to listen to this. So anyway, a woman's lying there, kind of seems a bit disheveled. The makeup is a bit kind of askew. Slight smell of drink, but like we've all been there. We've all been a bit rough the next day and had to make appointments. So anyway, our waxing expert in question starts working away, starts at the front, and then turns her client over to see that she is covered in shit. So her only way out of it was to basically say, this is what her exact quote was, I just told her that the area in question seemed a little bit sensitive, I would have to leave it today, and if she wanted to get ready, she could meet her desk and quickly at the room. Oh, that was very professional. What would you do, I would Hannah? get sick. <laughs> My only thing is smells. I can tolerate anything. I can tolerate, like, visually things being horrific, yeah. things sounding horrific. Um, I don't mind, like, you know, I'm one of those people that if this... Like, if the drain is blocked with food, I'm okay. I'll stick my hand in and pull it out. It's only food. Smells fuck me up. Yeah. And if somebody was lying in front of me, covered in excrement. No, oh, couldn't God. do it. Especially, yeah, but fair folks, right? That was very professional. Oh, that was really professional. And she didn't make the, the client feel... Like, this is the thing as well, you know, the, the kind of, I guess, the work that we do it's really important as well that you don't make a client feel bad about themselves either. Do you know what I mean? Because we don't know someone's situation, but obviously there's certain things that happen and you just, and I agree, smells are one of those things. I think because of what we do, we work in a smell environment. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So the smell of products, the smell of like ammonia, like we're constantly like, you know, it's all smells. So I do think hairdressers are very much like they notice a smell straight away. I'm the same in the fridge. Like if if I like I'd notice a smell of something before Matt, I'm like that needs Take to it go. Out. Remove it, kill it. Remove from the fridge now. Yes, uh, so that was tough going. Right, Katrina, what's your awkward moment? This is it too this podcast is too smelly. <laughs> like there's a stink off this podcast. I just can't go. <laughs> right, Katrina, gives her an awkward moment there. Okay, so this is a short one, but it is awkward. Um I once slapped one of the girls I work with on the arse only for her to turn around and it was a client. <laughs> oh, what Have would you, you do? I think I've done oh. that actually. <laughs> no, I haven't. I just think like, 
I've done that before in that um, there was one of the girls I work with standing behind me and I turned around and I said, would you ever fuck off? And it was a client. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was one of the girls. Like I just wind her up and I turned around. It was actually a client that had, so the client had left and I thought the stylist was cleaning up the section, but the client actually come back to hand her a tip. And I turned around and told the two of them to fuck off. Oh my God. Actually, this reminds me as well. I remember knocking on the bathroom door in the salon and I like I thought it was Elaine in there and I was like, Elaine, Elaine, like messing with her because I, she was after, I was after winding her up all day and she was like, will you stop asking me questions? But well, Elaine has got, had gone to, the, <laughs> gone to the shop and it was a client and I was going, hello, are you coming in? <laughs> <laughs> and actually opened the door was a child and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I did that one oh sure I told you someone walked in on me in the toilet a little while ago I can't remember if I talked yeah. about that in the class yeah. or on the podcast oh yeah. now it ended up not being one of my clients but like it was pretty awful for everyone involved um <laughs> okay I think that's us done for awkward moments we're gonna put up a question box again we love hearing your awkward moments we love hearing everything like that because it just gives us a reason to shame people no but it makes us feel a little bit better about ourselves really doesn't it absolutely because i think we've all been through and for us this podcast is about is is really about us all i guess coming together through the good the bad and the ugly the and the minging and the shitty right we're going to wrap it up we're going to go through our products of the week and then we're going to give you our under 5k shout outs so my product of the week isn't a hair product, but it is basically what it's getting me through one end of the day to the other because I look forward to this ritual every three to four days and that is Glam Glow. Have you used Glam Glow? Yes, I have used Glam Glow. Oh my God, Glam Glow, I feel like you put it on, it burns, but I feel like it's burning off a layer of like the last few days or something like that. Yeah. I feel renewed. every. This is not a sponsored post, by the way. Glam Glow, you know, if you want to hook a girl up, so I'm <laughs> here. I just think it's the best face mask ever. I just think instantly I'm like, now I can face quarantine just a little bit better. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so my product of the week as well. So we decided to pick a skin one this week. Um, my product of the week is uh, actually. Can I say two? Well, you're gonna anyway. So yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> one of them in particular that I've been loving for a long time. Um, and I repurchased again is Skin Veg by Skin Gradients by the Skin Nerd. Mm-hmm. And it it allows everything else to go in a bit deeper. So like yeah. when it goes onto your skin, when you put other products on top, it goes in a bit deeper. Um, and then one that I've only tried twice this week, so it's, it's only new to me, is by Ren, and it's their vitamin C um, face mask. Oh my god, my skin was glowing. And like that, I could feel like a bit of a tingle. Um, skin was absolutely glowing. I love it so far. So they are. And my it just keeps just stunning from walking to like the sitting room into the kitchen and back to bed like absolutely i'm so excited to we we both have quizzes tonight don't we connor so yeah we do um i'm getting dressed up for my quiz we're, we're having like a couple's quiz night tonight and i'm very excited i'm actually going to well i might get half dressed so like the top half and, and still wear my pjs on the bottom yeah yeah i know i i actually brushed my hair for the first time last week that was nice but it is it's important though isn't it to actually feel a bit nice in the middle of it because you can very easily just become like a depressed little couch potato yeah if you don't if you don't make the little efforts like do things like that yeah we have a quiz tonight a family quiz my ma's gotten very into it though she said i have three pages back to back of rules <laughs> <laughs> i was reading it to jack last night and i was like i don't understand any of this we have different um we have different houses so different teams um, and yeah. each person submit it's oh it's a lot like and you see we're actually doing a bake-off thing down here as well so there's 10 people in the house we're now it's a big house like um but we're doing we've been doing a bake-off every night um and there's a guy who's a chef down the road from us and he's been coming over as well he's our only point of contact like i can't stress we're in the middle of nowhere like and um well, it's not in the middle of it's Castle Gregory. <laughs> it's Castle Gregory population here. This I'm actually going to be run out of town. But um, we've all been in contact with each other the whole time. So it's not like we're creating risk or anything like that. But um, yeah, so we have that competition going on. I've got the quiz with my ma tonight and my five million members of family on that side. So yeah, looking forward to it. Very good. But yeah, they are our products of the week featuring me rambling off as I usually do. We're going to do our 5k shout out now just before we wrap up. And yeah. then we'll talk about our topic for next week. All right, Katrina, who's your under 5K shout out? So my under 5K shout out is Danny Lyons Hair. So Danny, oh, I worked with Danny. Did you? 
Yeah. So um, Danny had my, a couple of my team have been on some of Danny's courses and um, when she worked at the space and um, but she's recently gone out to open up her own salon called Iris dot Dublin um, and she actually has a tutorial coming for us for stay social educate and donate which is unreal um, but I'm really really enjoying watching Danny grow and I'm loving all her tutorials and she's a really, really, really good hairdresser. So definitely worth a follow. So that is Danny underscore lines underscore hair. And Connor, yeah. who is your under 5k shout out? She, uh, Danny's daddy, I think she, like, I don't even think she ever showcases how unbelievably good she is. Like, she's unbelievable. So my under 5k is a girl that I have had the pleasure of working with on a number of different things. We've done L'Oreal stuff together here on ID together. And she's just such a unique kind of aesthetic. You really need to check her out. And that's Sarah Black. So her Instagram handle is what Sarah does. And um, she was actually the it girl for Creative Head and she's won Colour Trophy and she's just unreal. So yeah. check a girl out yeah i she is unreal actually it was i remember you told me about her last year or the year before and i followed her mm. um yeah she's unbelievable there's just something something really unique about her isn't it? And her work like yeah really love it. i love i love somebody with a polished aesthetic and i think that's a really hard thing to get like anybody can do something generic and have it blow up and become because it's blonde with a do you know what i mean like yeah whereas like somebody to actually refine a craft and have a signature look yeah is just it's very, very hard to do. I actually still sometimes myself be like, what is my signature look? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's quite hard. Yeah. And Sarah, like I actually, I'm shocked that Sarah is under 5K. She should be like, and again, the numbers and the followers really, it doesn't mean anything when you think of something like this. Do you know what I mean? No. She deserves like hundreds of thousands of followers. Like her work is unreal. So definitely, yeah. definitely go and check what Sarah does. By Sarah Black. Uh, Sarah Black. Yeah, Sarah okay, Black, guys. Black, Black, Black. So that is us for this week for our quarantine edition. And next week, Connor, what's our topic next week? Our topic is going to be sex. No! <laughs> <laughs> With the quarantine, some of you either having too much of it or some of you are having none of it at all. So let us fill that hole for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we will post some user submitted stuff we, maybe your awkward sex stories or your sex fuck ups who knows um, but we are doing a whole episode revolved around what we love to talk about most thank you so much for joining us if you've made it this far into the episode our social medias are at still see yellow on Instagram that's it that's it that's where it, we will pop up all of our question boxes where we ask you to submit your horror stories, your awkward moments, and whatever topic we've chosen for the week. So please do follow. We'll also be popping up the relative kind of imagery and photographs of anything we've been talking about this week. Yes. So you will find us on Instagram at still see yellow. See you guys next week, month, whenever we can get together. Yeah, to we'll see you guys on day blah, 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 blah. Bye. Bye.